two, one. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back. It's hump day Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. It was a rough night last night, I'll tell you that, doing the OC. I think uh, I think your man over here... Uh, I, I, too I, much. I, I think I overindulged a little <laughs> bit. And it was funny because I got that text message from you at like... Oh, five five thirty tonight. Didn't didn't correspond all day. And then you sent me. Did you go to work today? <laughs> well, dude, look out the window. My car's not there. Well, I'm on the other side of the house. Get out. Oh. Get out and go for a walk. I'm a busy man. Yeah, but so today's Wednesday, hump day. Um, it's been a busy last couple of days. We did a show late on Sunday, and then we followed up with Monday off. Tuesday, we did the OC here last night with uh, George and Pat. Which definitely ran late. Yeah, yeah, it no ran. doubt about it. They think, have a lot of content, so it's I, I worth it. I think that was it. about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It was a shade under hour and a half. No, but I, I mean, I but I enjoyed the shit. Sure, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's nice. So as we're sitting here right now, it's uh, about seventy. I'm probably about seventy-five degrees outside. We have the door open <laughs> at the. Uh, at the speakeasy, you're, uh, you're, you're probably going to hear a dog barking in the backgrounds because we got some schmuck bags that bought the house oh. across the street from us. Easy there, Rich. and um, that's a, that's... they have dogs and they are just absolutely going ape shit out there barking at other dogs. So, and if that's the new neighbors, then we're in trouble. Yeah, but then again, I, I can't really talk much because my dog howls in the front window all the time when nobody's home. So that's what it is. And on the weekends, we uh, we might uh. Do some partying. Oh yeah, for a little sure. bit loud. Some well, might say, you know what? Though hopefully they're they're a younger crowd. Maybe we, we get a little bit of youth uh, going in here, and uh, we need it. Maybe we, I, maybe I can find somebody that comes and hangs out here besides <laughs> JP and uh, <laughs> can keep up with the uh, two to one ratio with you. That would be well, good. Well, hey, you know what? It is what it is. That's uh, that's my limit, and uh, I'm not going to try and press it. You. you I will I give you the crown, no problem. I, I get you. I will give it to you every time. But also, we're getting real close to boating season. So, oh, um, you know. And, and I'm looking at my boat wishing that it was in the water right now. And for those who uh, know or don't know, um, I am not I'm not the biggest fan of uh, going out on the water and, and hanging out at the lake just because of the fact that I'm so busy so every free weekend I get, I normally have a ton of shit to do. But um, I, I will say this. I will come out and say it. I, at times, I've thoroughly enjoyed myself relaxing on the boat. Yeah, it is. It's and, nice. I, and I appreciate you allowing me to relax on said boat. Oh, Just as long as I'm not in the sun and the top's up. And I'm <laughs> we, good. We have the top up all the time for, for Rich. So yeah. he doesn't uh, burn fair, too much. Yeah, my fair skin doesn't fare too well out there. I'm the same way, but I, I disregard that and... I'm a son, son kid. Yeah. I, I always uh, re- regret it after the fact, but yeah, you know, when the beer's flowing, you're not thinking about sunscreen, but yeah. But so um, tomorrow I'm getting, tomorrow is the Detroit Lions Super, Super Bowl. Bowl is what yeah. it is. And this is a big one. Yeah, no, this is a big one. It's a big one. And, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around right now of, um, you know, who's going where, at what draft pick is going. And then there's also a lot of speculation and rumor that Atlanta is going to drop out of their pick. Um, and there was also potentially so many rumors flying around about the lions possibly moving up to draft Jamar chase. Yeah. My personal opinion, and we had Dave Briquette on and Dave, Dave had said Jamar chase at seven. If he was there, that would be his pick, but, but he, well, his pick was Trey Lance. He, yeah, he wanted a quarterback. But yeah, but it, it, his thing, but his speculation was that when it comes to that pick, given that the four quarterbacks are, are going to be off the board, he does think that the Lions are going to go Jamar Chase. Yeah, uh, that that would be a good pick. You know, we've told we said it before. You know, anybody they get, you look. You, I think you said it perfect on Sunday. Just put them on, put the, all the pictures on the dartboard, and just go blindfolded and 
let it fly. You it's can't what you got to do. You can't go wrong with with any of the picks that that you might come up with. But no, um, not at all. But yeah, Jamar Chase would definitely be somebody that um, could be a day one starter. Could be uh, impactful, definitely for uh, Jared Goff. Not really having a number one here yet. So yeah, I I would be okay with that. But the rumor that came out today is that the Lions are potentially aggressively looking to get up to the number four spot where Atlanta sits just so they could draft Jamar Chase. I guess they have a lot of good feeling about him, and they think that there's a chance that he might not be there at, at seven. So, you know, the question really sits, do you like that idea if it happens? And what what would it cost the Lions? Would it would it be a simple just uh, swap of picks? You know, maybe throw in a late round pick, or or you know, I I I, I hate to see them give up a whole lot because this team needs a lot. And if you start losing picks just to move up, you know, three four spots, I, I'm not sure if it's worth it. Yeah, and and one of the intriguing things that I was uh, I was listening to uh, Dave on Sunday. It's like you know you, you want to go and you want to draft that guy who's going to be an impact. Who's going you're going to want to get a guy that'll be a ten year player. Mm-hmm. He'll, yeah. You know he'll he'll be here ten years. Realistically, let, I mean they go after Jamar Chase. I'm just using it as I'm playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. What if he leaves after the rookie deal? Yeah, I mean you know <laughs> you what, see I mean, it all the so, time. Yeah, so you see it all the time. So you're looking at that, and you're you know he might want to be like, well, shut up. After four years, hey, I got a chance to go and. Uh, team up with uh, Justin Herbert or Joe Burrows or go yeah go re, re, with an know, old teammate yeah, wherever re, he might be with Burrows yeah um and uh I just I, I don't see it I'm still a firm believer that you need to go trenches yep. with your first pick mm-hmm. overall um but then again if you do have somebody that fall I'm not a big Justin Fields fan and then now it really kind of turned me off on him even more is that and it's a, I guess it's, it's he's a victim of the circumstance with COVID. There was no combine, mm-hmm. and so you know the medicals and everything like that. You're getting them, and then it comes to find out that you know he has uh, issues with epilepsy. Epilepsy, yeah. So uh, does that really put him in a different spot? My personal opinion, I don't think it will because you know this is the first you're hearing about. It. You don't hear yeah. anything like this when well, he was if playing it's something in that college. He's, if it's something that he's been dealing with his whole life, it, it certainly didn't stop him. No, from putting up numbers, but then again, here we go again. A the Ohio State quarterback. Yeah. Do you, I mean, does he fall into that? To me, I think he uses that as fuel. I think Fields is going to be an okay quarterback because I think he has uh, more athleticism yeah. than most of the other uh, Ohio State quarterbacks in the past, and he's proven that he can throw the ball. I I, I think. Everything you hear, all the all the negativity about him, I think it's going to fuel him, and 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 the fact that he is, you know, the fourth rated out of the Big Four, I, I think he's going to use that as momentum. But, yeah, you know, wherever he lands, I do think he's going to be successful. Yeah, I mean, he will. He'll land somewhere. He'll will be successful. But I think with the Lions securing Golf, restructuring his deal, give freed up a little more cap room for them to be able to maybe put a couple complimentary pieces around him. I think it's not a dire need to go for a quarterback no, this year. No. Um, I mean, I can see maybe, uh, you know, maybe later in the round, um, you know, maybe trying to, if you do trade back, maybe yeah. you do, uh, you know, gain another pick or two mm-hmm. um, in this year's draft and the, you know, maybe later in the first or early second, then you can go and, get yourself uh, you know a couple wide outs sure and you know you might do good with that so I, I saw a mock I think it was on CBS they had the Lions trading down oh with Washington so they were dra- trading down I think it was the 19th or 20th pick and they had them picking the wide receiver out of Minnesota of uh, Bateman okay Bateman who who two seasons ago he looked like a world beater he looked like a Heisman contender and yeah he did look good so did Minnesota they looked like uh national champion contenders but last year it was a completely different receiver I I, I'm not too sure if he's first round uh talent uh definitely second 
second round, but I, I don't I don't know if that's that's a good move for the Lions. I, I don't agree with what that mock draft was and and I'm really hesitant to see them trade down that far as you know Burkett mentioned on Sunday you know he was he was worried about dropping down too far we may might not find that one player that that can be a 10-year 10-year uh, starter for this team yeah so some of the stats on Bateman as you said you know uh uh he averaged uh 20.3 yards per reception in 2019 the best Big Ten player since 2001 uh, Mel Kuyper's got him picked at you know, 26, yeah. you know, in, in, a in the ranking. So uh, a late round. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But if he's there for the lions in, in their second, you know, obviously they have an early second round, but the chances are he won't be there. But if he's there, you, you take him up in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I think that he, um, I, I think that if they're going to, they can't. Uh, they can really. If they trade back, okay, they trade back. I'm comfortable with that. Um, but the thing is, is I, and we we say this every every year. Man, the year that we drafted so and so, we could have had Aaron Donald. Yep. Or the year that we drafted this guy, look who we could have had. And um, hopefully, you know, be, this being the first year for the uh, the new crew, uh, the new regime, the new regime, the new crew. Hopefully they do something in a way to maybe shock us and maybe make a pick like that, you know, um, you know, take a, a, a player that's going to turn out to be Randy Moss or, you know, take a guy who's going to be, um, you know, the best offensive lineman ever to play the game. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two of them out there yeah. potentially. I believe this is, and I think most lions fans can agree. This is, a different feel as yes. far as front office, front office is concerned. So it's hard for me to say right now, SOL, same old lions, but you know, the past is the past. And, and you know, every year we, we all scratch our heads wondering, but you do a lot of head scratching. I believe in John Dorsey and I believe in Ray Agnew and I believe in Brad Holmes as a talent, talent evaluator. And, and he's brought some, big time players in and he was involved in the Aaron Donald yeah. you know draft so those three put together I I, I just I, I don't see how they could get it wrong but you know as Lions yeah. fans we've been disappointed time and time again yes so uh tomorrow will be interesting uh, and of course there's always that one player that uh um kind of got pushed back or got overlooked, you know, like the year Aaron Donald. So, I mean, I, I don't think there's any way to prevent that from happening, no. but no, there's not. hindsight. Yeah. You wish they could go back and say, Oh man, we missed on that. Yeah. One. I wish I would have, I wish we, you know, if you could go back and, and it's funny, you see those articles of, Hey, let's, let's go back and, and redo the draft. Yeah. You know, who would get picked where and yep. everything like that. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I, and that's always the excitement of the draft. You just never know. You, you think, you know, and then when it comes down to it, all the thoughts that you had, all the predictions that you made, all the, all the mock drafts, they don't mean shit. No, no. nobody ever gets them wrong except for the first, maybe two or three picks. Yeah. And then, you know, and then with the, you know, we're talking Atlanta looking to maybe shop their pick and Julio Jones. I do not want Julio Jones. Is he a hell of a receiver? Yes. yes. Yeah, is, is he talented like nobody's business? Yes. yes. Can he stay on the football field? No. And, <laughs> no, and, and to be determined because yeah. you never know. And, and I, I don't want. We've gotten. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm speaking. We as in fans. We've been burned so many times mm -hmm. on inflated contracts. Not just mm -hmm. with the Lions. We've done it with the Tigers, <laughs> and we're we're still struggling with the tire, Tigers right now. Biggie. It, well, yeah, yeah, and then we and we're still paying. We're I think we're still paying Prince Fielder's uh, salary, or that might have went off the books. Yeah, this I think year. it's. I think this is. I think it's done. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck into like a, a Bobby Bonilla, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, contract where you're still paying the guy a million bucks, a uh, million every five every year. Yeah, and you don't hear see him at, at anywhere anymore. Yeah, he's like, I don't even want to. I don't. I don't even want my name associated no. with the Mets. But nope. just make sure that check gets deposited. Yeah. So I, with that, I'm really not interested in that. I, I think the best, uh, the best, if I had to give advice to um, 
to the uh, the guys in the war room tomorrow would be no. Just go ahead yeah. and stay stand. You can and, you can you know harbor some offers and hear what they're willing to uh, you know to accept. A first round no. I, hey, what's up, George Jackson? And there's good old Coach Pat up there yeah, too. Coach Patches on coach coach. I said coach. Coach Patches, but no. Coach Patches. Coach Patches. Coach no, Pete, but Pete Nooner's on. Somebody isn't going to go after him. There's, yeah. there's, there's somebody out there. Uh, the Rams. The Rams could could be in the market for yeah, a, I think, a number one receiver. But I think for the Rams, I think the issue with the Rams is it's money. They don't have it's, much I money. I think it's yeah. money. Um, you know, Cincinnati needs, you know, they're, if they don't take Jamar Chase, they could be a team that could be looking for somebody that, you know, since they just lost AJ Green, they need a number one. Yep. Uh, so there's, if they put him out there, somebody's going to make an offer for him. Um, but he's owed a lot of money and he's very injury prone. So it's, it's a, it's a risk reward kind of a thing. And, and for the Lions, I, I don't think uh, they can afford that risk for the reward. I think they're better off trying to build through the draft and, and, and seeing what they can come up with instead of bringing in, you know, a, a world-class receiver. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, what is he averaging? Maybe 10, 11 games a year. Yeah. You know, he's, but that's what you get for a receiver that, you know, was willing to go over the top and, and give it his all every, yeah. every week. And he did. He gets punished. Yep. He gets punished and a lot like, well, how like Calvin Johnson too. Calvin Johnson and Kenny Kenny G when he was here, you know, uh he missed a lot of games because he was willing to go up and 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 get hit hard and yeah. and but you know what those the, the, we're not in a position where we can afford to have that. That's no. that's 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 too too high for me. Yeah. I agree with you a thousand percent. So with that, we also got other things going on in NFL today. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was traded to the Broncos for a sixth-round pick. And and here's the caveat with that one. Nothing says fuck you to a player like, oh, your contract's $10 million? Oh, we'll, we'll pay seven of that. Just get the fuck out of town. So that right there is really smart. Uh, I shouldn't say smart, but – it's kind of like the same from an old baseball contract from a movie, from the movie Moneyball. They said, you know, David Justice, you know, he's like, well, I'm, I'm getting this payment. I'm getting this or whatever. And in the movie, Billy Bean's like, well, no, can you imagine that the Yankees are paying me $8 million for you not to be in their clubhouse? Think about that. <laughs> you know, so you well, we talk- talked about the, the Tigers doing that with Nelson Cruz. They just pay him just so he- you could sit on the bench. I would, I you know, I would exactly him, Jim, him and Jim Tomei, and Michael Brantley. I would, oh. I would sign all three of those guys, and I would say, see those three spots at the end of the bench. You sit right sit there. Sit on it. <laughs> Just sit there. We'll call you. Yeah, exactly. When we need you, <laughs> we'll have you come out. I would be like, you sit there. So yeah, so really, uh, you know, and what that did is that kind of paved the way to kind of alleviate any type of stressors that. Um, Darnold was going to have in his new transition yeah. to the team. They're like, hey, you know, he, he got traded there. He was probably like, well, it looks like I'm going to be in a competition mm-hmm. and everything like that. He was probably, he probably didn't say anything like that, but in his mind, that's what he's thinking. Bridgewater's probably like, okay, well, I'm going to have competition. They're just like, we're going to pay you, we're going to pay $7 million of your salary. Mm-hmm. So, so the guy we want to lead our franchise doesn't feel threatened. I, and I think that. Uh, John Elway, who, let's face it, he's well. Actually, he's not in the GM anymore. He stepped down. He's 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 moved up up into the uh, organization, which <laughs> makes sense why they were able to pull this deal off. I think Denver got made a hell of a deal with this. You got a you got a starter who let let let's face <clears throat> it, he didn't have McCaffrey all but two games last year. I know, and he looked pretty good. He, yeah, when they didn't lose because of him. No, they lost because they because McCaffrey is. He's he's seventy percent of that offense. Yeah. So they got a starter, and now they they've got somebody that can you know there's going to be a good battle. Drew Locke. He's he's only going into his third year. So the question I have now is this question for me? Well, just in general, okay. you can right. answer it since there's one, 
It's just you here. Okay. Um, do you think, A, Denver is going to not go after a quarterback? I mean, the, the, the consensus were, was they were going to draft a quarterback. Do you think that uh, they could package up a Drew Locke in a pick to move up and 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 draft one of the quarterbacks and and have him sit behind Bridgewater, who's you know what he's a consummate professional, and he yeah. sat behind Drew Brees and he he learned a lot of the game. And when he was in Minnesota, he was he was good until his knee got destroyed. Yeah, but um, I I, I just think Denver's sitting in a good place right now. They've got themselves a, a viable quarterback. You know, maybe two at times. Yeah, but the thing is though, with, with like you said, packaging something with Drew Locke. Newsflash, nobody wants Drew Locke. I mean, he's a young quarterback. He could be a good, like, extra piece to to kind of, like, amp up a deal, per, perhaps. I mean. Or does Denver say, all right, Teddy Bridgewater is in that deal. Do they have that much faith in, in Drew, Drew Locke that they're going to roll with him, that they they just brought in Bridgewater as a as a piece of the puzzle? See, not, and I'm not well-versed with – Denver, who was their starting quarterback before Drew Locke? Who did he sit behind? Or did he come right out and go right into, into that the fight? Paxton from Kentucky that they drafted a few years oh, ago. Yeah. One of, you know, Elway's many shitty, shitty uh, draft picks. Yeah, Von Miller might be the best one he ever had. Yeah, he, yeah he's not uh, – he's definitely not lighting it. He's not, he's not lighting the torches up no. in, at, the, uh, at the draft. With some but it's been picks. a quarterback carousel in Denver, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I, – I think – Ever since Tebow yeah. was gone, that's pretty- <laughs> more, more playoff wins than uh, the Detroit Lions. Maddie Stafford. Um, I just think they're sitting in a good place because you know their defense is okay, and when Von Miller's on the field, they, they're even better. Yeah. And he'll be there this year. He's playing. They they brought him in, so I I think Denver sits in a good place, and they're I think they're at nine or ten. So we'll see. I mean, it, it was kind of a a low risk for Denver. Considering they're only picking up three million of that deal, and they only gave up a sixth round, so you know, I they well, couldn't go wrong. Well, they, they, you know, they could have screwed themselves given that sixth round pickup. You know, that's that could have been Tom Brady. You know, it could be a Tom Brady pick right there. Yeah, yeah, maybe. A blind, well, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the reigning Super Bowl champions bring back Antonio Brown, which um, I think this is the probably the biggest uh, non-news maker of the day. Like him and Tom Brady are, are good buddies. And you always knew that they were going to bring him back. Hell, he was in, he was in uh, Jacksonville over the weekend at UFC 261. And, and he, and he was with Jake Paul, but Tom Brady was in the house. Yeah, we'll so talk, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So, yeah. So that, that really isn't a, um, Big surprise, but to yeah. me, the the biggest surprise is six and a half million. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up because there's got to be it's it's incentive laden, and yeah, it has to be. And you know damn well that Brady is gonna do everything in his power to get him that money because he's good for that. So that to me, that was that's a high cost, but maybe coming in with a with a full camp full off season uh, would do him well. I know he's been battling a lot of court issues and, and allegedly they're, they're in the rearview mirror for him. So um, yeah, he's been clouded. He's been uh, dealing with things that all were self would all done himself. So now that that's all uh, in the past, who knows, he might get back to his old form, but I, I doubt it. Cause I think he's just too much of a head case. So I think uh, six and a half million is a steep price. Yeah. So Tom uh, Pelissero said his one-year deal up to six point two five okay. million, three point one guaranteed, including a two million Still. signing bonus per his agent. So that's a nice, nice, uh, yeah. nice chunk there for someone that only played in a handful of games last year. It also said on there it said his last standing legal battle was done and completed on the 21st of April. So Yeah, that's his, why that's why he had his legal, his legal troubles are uh, yeah. are behind him. So does that automatically make Tampa Bay the uh, odds on favorite? Well shit, if you look at this, it, the the offseason for the Buccaneers, so they tagged Chris Godwin. They franchise tagged him. Resigned uh, Levante David, resigned Shaq Barrett, 
Resign Win, win. Gronk. Win. Brown, Fournette, Sue, um, extended Brady and Donovan Smith. All twenty-two starters coming back. First, I think it's the first time in modern NFL era that that's ever happened. Oh yeah, for sure. The Sue, the Sue signing, uh, very underrated. And and uh, as many of our listeners know, uh, Rich was not a fan of uh, Sue and Dominic and Sue. Uh, I kind of thought he uh, might do well here. If he came back, and you know, there was some indications that maybe he was thinking about it because he had nothing but high praise for uh, knee biter, yeah, Dan the Man Campbell, MCDC. Uh, but no, they, you know, he resigns in uh, Tampa. Sorry, yeah, so. Kevin. Kevin chimed in and said it's the new Patriots. Well, not see the difference between the Patriots and Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay spending money. The Patriots were cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap asses. No, well, it could be. It, it, you got most of that roster is fairly young. Uh, they they've got a lot of talent on offense, and their their defense, of course, we've talked about it many times. Led by their uh, their linebackers, who are just disgusting. Oh yeah. And uh, so pff, they could go on a run, and and as long as they're winning, Brady ain't going anywhere. I mean, yeah. we talked about it before. Well, we, he said he wanted to play till he was what forty eight. Well, he. he his deal was for another, like, I think it restructured for like four more years. And he's arrogant enough to, to do it. Yeah. I, as long as Giselle uh, allows it. Yeah. But, but I do want to give a shout out to Kevin. Um, Kevin has missed uh, some, some time away from work. His, uh, his wife was, uh, uh, she uh, popped uh, positive and uh, he was uh, off work for a uh, couple weeks, but uh, talking to him today, via text message back and forth you know i gotta gotta check in on my uh on my favorite guys at yeah that, at work you know hey boy yeah uh, and then uh so he i he goes and tests uh i think he said friday thursday or uh, friday or saturday and comes back then he come back to work because the guy they got doing his shit that he does they got the guy they got he's a yeah just say he's he's not kevin he's 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 not kevin He's not as thorough as Kevin. Well, Kevin, we hope we uh, you everything works out and, and the missus is feeling better, and we hope you feel good too. Yeah, just uh, yeah, my buddy. He's my buddy. I talk to and and uh, we we talk. He comes on. Uh, he comes in on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, and normally we normally bullshit. And actually, we were texting back and forth. Are you guys doing a show tonight? I'm like, I don't know. I'll have to check with Tom. Whatever. He was pretty much just do it. So we <laughs> here we are. We're doing it. So. Yeah, we but haven't yeah, but, done a midweek in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's but, been such a hectic run. And we, yeah, and the and the um, we were supposed to get with them. I believe it was this Saturday, weekend. Yeah, but, I was wondering. But uh, yeah, um, no they, bueno, no bueno, no Kevin. Bueno. Like they schedule baseball tournaments at the last minute, so uh, <laughs> I'll be. Uh, you know, I'll the be, next, you the know next opportunity, the next opportunity will be there. Yeah, and you guys need to make your way out to the speakeasy for sure. Yeah, when you uh, when you get back to work, we'll uh, we'll definitely sit down. We'll have to hammer a date out for sure. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, and everything like that, also I got ripped on in his last show by uh, by Bobby, but whatever. Me and Bobby, 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 yeah, Bobby and I kissed and made up, so it was all good. <laughs> hey, I'm used to it. it, yeah. it you know, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm I might be calloused from getting uh, yeah. picked on by the uh, the air boys. Uh, oh yeah, I, I seem to always say something that. Oh yeah, uh, they get a good laugh at. Well, uh, we well here's the thing is, um, uh, we got a uh, we got a question here. If there's going to be a Kentucky Derby preview, I don't know enough about the Kentucky Derby. And Pat, uh, I'll tell you right now, Pat might be our resident uh, uh, Kentucky Derby uh, expert. Well, here's the insider. With, here's the thing with Pat though is, so every year that's him and his dad that's their trip they go to the derby every year is pat going to the derby this year i i don't know he he might chime pat, in are you going to put on a a real uh vivacious uh hat or headpiece yeah well no i actually <laughs> i'll yeah so or a bow tie like like him uh uh he <laughs> pound, yeah, yeah. pound eight minutes well you know what i'm gonna pass. when is the derby this year is it the, it's sad. It, sad is it this saturday or next 
Saturday. Yeah, he said he's not going this year. So yeah, I think it's um, that's a bummer. I want to say it's this Saturday, or it's either this week or next week. I know it's it's right around my uh, my cousin from Florida's birthday, and his birthday's uh, like May fifth. So okay, yeah. So it's uh, always right around. Yeah, we can. I mean, uh, if Pat well, wants to chime in, we can. It's this Saturday. This Saturday yeah. well, I, well, I'll give you a preview. Um, it's gonna rain like a motherfucker. Um, and a really short dude on a horse is going to win that. That's about my knowledge of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I just know, I just know people get hammered drunk. Uh, it's a big party as f- what I'm, uh, been told. Uh, it's, it's on my bucket list. I think we should bring the, uh, the easy speak down to, uh, Lexington. Oh, that's, that's in, that's in Louisville, man. Uh, no, it's not. The Kentucky Derby is It's not in Lexington, Kentucky, dude. It it it's it's not is it Louisville? Nah, oh, I don't know. God. See, that's See, and that's why we gotta have Pat on here. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, he's gonna be putting his bets on with the derelicts at the Northville Towns. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I there like you go. that. So anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get back. Moving so, on. So, so away from football, the NHL is gonna get a nice uh a nice boost in revenue because they um they got a new TV contract with uh, two companies, actually. Um, Turner Sports, which I've never heard of Turner Sports. Well, before. that's that's who that's TBS, Ted, TNT. That's, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's just Turner. under one umbrella. Yeah, but, you know, they got that. And then they also have with uh, ESPN, it, right? No, Bleacher Report. Oh, okay. No, the, the, the two TV deals are ESPN and Turner Sports. Um, the bidding got too high for NBC's liking. I think it next year will be the first year in seven years that they won't be broadcasting hockey. And you know, which is a shame because I think they 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 were willing to take a risk. I think the first few seasons they had it, the NHL actually paid the N- N- NBC to broadcast the games and it it really picked up speed and the, the, to the point that ESPN wanted back in and now Turner Sports who's they're really known mostly for uh, March Madness, they're jumping in the mix. Yeah, and with that, you're getting um, uh, Bleacher Report will have uh, streaming. They'll have highlights. You're going to get games uh, simulcast on HBO Max. That's it's it's really uh, it's exciting for the NHL. They're really going to get put on platforms that that a lot of people are going to watch that haven't seen the game before. So yeah. it, it, it's pretty cool. So. With that, you figure, you know, there's going to be some more money rolling in for teams. And, and they're both seven-year deals. Yeah. They're both. And then uh, so ESPN is paying uh, $420 million for seven years. And Turner Sports is paying $225 million. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. So Turner Sports is going to be the uh, digital rights for Bleacher Report and simulcasting on uh, HBO Max. Yeah. And then um, – you know, ESPN's going to have ESPN Plus. Plus, not only that, though, ESPN's got a reach in Canada, so you're going to probably see some of the the um, um, the TSN, the TSN, yeah. the, which uh, they already have it, but they'll they'll yeah. be showing more games. Um, Turner's also getting all the Winter Classics, so I think that was that was a big big thing for them. I'm sure, big reason why they decided to pull the trigger on that one. Yeah, but, and but and here's another thing that's good about it is they're it seems like they're going. Like the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, you know, 22, 24, 26, 28 is all going to ESPN. 23, 25, and 27 is going to uh, to Turner. So it'll be a good mix. Oh, for sure. So you're not getting the same same announcers every every year. Yeah, and I'm just I'm really pumped up because the um, uh, because the same music's going to be out there. So it's been confirmed. Yeah. Now we just need uh, Gary Thorne in the mix. Yeah, they need to pull Gary Thorne out which, of the trip. Which uh, he tweeted right after the deal was done. You know, people were like, we need Gary Thorne. And, and he took to Twitter and said, bring me back. If they'll have me, I'll be more than happy to be back. God, so, he's had some of the most greatest calls. Uh, his, his, yeah. his voice is made for hockey. Just not Baltimore Orioles baseball. Yeah, exactly. ESPN hockey. Exactly. For sure. Or uh, I think before he was on ESPN, he was at um, – no, I'm thinking of a different guy. No. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different guy. So hockey, 
yesterday, uh, the uh, Joe uh, Valino era has begun in Detroit. I am personally, it's a long overdue for me. I think he should have been here from the get-go from the start of the season. But I do understand that the younger players, the cider, him, going to develop in Sweden and still continuing to play while everybody was kind of on pause waiting for the season to start. I think that was a good choice. Um, would they have made an impact and put them in the playoffs this year? No, there was, there's more glaring holes mm -hmm. in the Red Wings game than just having a, a Valeno or having a cider. Um, they're not going to make the difference. No, this year. no, no, they, they definitely were not going to, uh, they were definitely not going to make the difference this year. Um, so next year, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing a, a full season out of those guys. Will Will Cider and Lucas Raymond be uh, night one starters? Do you think you think they'll 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 make the team next year? Raymond, I'm not sure. Raymond does look good though. Yeah, like I've until he got hurt. Yeah, he looked he looked really good. And he's, they're playing in the you know the Swedish elite league, so that that's not slouch competition. No, so they're really they're no. You know, and like you said, Eiserman. You know, and neither is the KHL. It's you know, it it it's a bigger rink. You know, it's you know. So they, I think I want to believe they play like an Olympic size rink. Right. So it's yeah. a larger rink, isn't it? Like five five feet wider, and then there's more room behind the net. Yeah, and I and I think that right there is the adjustment that the players have from playing in Europe to coming back is that it's a lot tighter uh, in the corners and behind the net. Um, the rink is smaller, so there's a lot more uh, traffic, mm -hmm. per se. But Raymond, I mean, I, I, I'm not opposed to having him yeah. start there. Why not? I mean, I mean I, I'm not opposed to him not being there, but do I feel like he's going to be a day one starter? Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to give him a little bit more time to develop. But I, th but I think he will be on the extremely short list of players to be uh, called up. Yeah, at a moment's notice. Well, that's for sure. Now, Grand Rapids are they are they playing this year? Yes. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure how that, but they have. Are they playing right now? Yes. Okay. So, but next year they'll be back to normal. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, know? for sure. So every you know. So even if you know he well, does go to Grand Rapids, hopefully he's, it's back. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it should be. You know, and it, it's kind of like uh, you know, like the minor league teams. Since you since you brought the minor league teams, like some of the minor league teams for like Edmonton. Okay, so they have Bakersfield, which is in the United States. They move them to Canada. Mm. So in the event that they needed somebody, they were already there. They were accessible. We can move them. They, and they, they actually played at. They did play at Rogers Center. Oh, okay. So. Well, um, you you know you need a lot of them. A lot of the a lot of the clubs did that. You needed to because with the borders being closed, yeah. You 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 have to have. And if you go back and forth, you have that quarantine period, right? Yeah. You know, and obviously people get called up all day long. They've got a lot of foot traffic right here. They must have got the message that the the Easy Speak was going live. Yeah. But the Speakeasy is open today, so. But uh, yeah, so I, I you know to get back. I, I don't think Raymond will be a day one starter. I, I'm a firm believer that Valeno will and Cider will. Cider looks really good. The only thing that really who uh, who, by the way, not to cut you off, was voted uh MVP by his peers oh, yeah. in that league. So. Oh yeah. And that's that, and that's a, and that's really telling you something real huge about about his character. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's huge. Um I still I'm still not sold on Jeff Plashler coming back, but all indications and rumors are saying that he is going to come back. I, it, for me, it would be a um, short, it'd short, be a leash. very short leash, mm -hmm. very one year. I, you know, but I, I, I'd, he'd be an at will employee, in my personal opinion. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think he's the reason why they haven't been successful. He doesn't have anybody around him. Is what yeah, the, is because what is. you know he was really good in Grand Rapids, and you know, he developed a lot of good talent that came up to the big team. I'm not too sure he's he's the right answer for the NHL. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I mean, but then again, if if Eiserman believes in him, I, I can only go by by my belief in him. Yeah, but I I honestly think that uh the patience uh for them is running thin. Well, it has to be. And especially when you have a a, a nucleus of young talent 
that, you know, could pave the way for this team for many years to come. Uh, you, you you have to have a coach that is that is ready to take that next step. And, and you know, we're both in agreement. I think that coach is on their bench. Yeah. Um, Dan Bleisman. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a Michigan native and, and I think he's a perfect candidate. He's he's won a cup. Uh, he's a he's kind of a hard nose, no nonsense coach. And I, I think yeah. young players need that. So we'll see. I mean, I think that he's got to be part of their plan. He might have more of a uh, a developmental role if they do both come back. And man, I add, there's been a lot of trains coming through. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to hear a train whistle in the background uh, right there. Yeah. So they've been humming through here lately. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's uh <clears throat> it's been pretty active, especially in the middle of the night. So moving on. So we talked we, we talked about UFC already, and there's been a beef going on between uh, DC and Jake Paul. Whatever. Oh, I'd love to see that. Whatever. But the deal is done. It's done. It's done. So it's done. on June 6th, which is going to be a Saturday, June 6th. Yep. On Showtime. Oh, so it's not even going to be pay-per-view. No, it's on Show. I believe wow. it's on Showtime. Wow. That way they can get more money. Jake Paul. The YouTube annoying guy from Cleveland, no less, is fight is fighting Floyd Money Mayweather in Miami at the Hard Rock Stadium. Listen, this is—I'll be honest with you. Hey, I'm all about somebody getting paid. Sure, I'm all. I'm all. Hundred percent. Hey, you know what? You go get your, you get yours. However, you want to mm-hmm. get yours. But it is making the sport of boxing look terrible. And, and to me, for Floyd Mayweather to take this fight, um, number one, he's gonna he's gonna mop the floor with him. He's not. He is not gonna blow his perfect record on no, this guy. But why? He might tarnish his his, his reputation. Floyd, I, this is a joke. No, oh, it. Uh, believe me, it is a joke. But you, you know what else? Though, listen to what his what his name is. He money, is all about money. Money Mayweather, and that's the name of his uh, uh, his team, the Money Team. So yeah, they're gonna fill up that stadium. But folks, what is it like in June in South Florida? Yeah. It, that's not for uh, not for me. I tell you that. Can you imagine fighting in Miami in June? Well, it, you're talking about a hundred percent humidity, temperatures in the probably low to mid nineties, mm-hmm. heat index in the hundreds. Yep. Not not to mention it's going to rain at three o'clock. <laughs> so, but the reason why they're going to Florida capacity because it's the capacity capacity and 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 if anybody watched ufc 261 which was amazing yeah uh it was at full capacity yep and uh governor death santis definitely will never <laughs> release uh the true numbers but we won't get into that on this show um but yes i mean it's it's a money grab for sure <laughs> it it uh <laughs> It's a money grab. Cloudy with a chance of showers. Uh, you know what? I, <laughs> I, I wanted to be a weatherman. Fun fact, I wanted to be a weatherman when I was a kid. I didn't uh, know I was podcasting with Chuck Gatico over here. I met uh, Paul Gross of uh, Local 4 uh, Weatherman fame uh, when I was a little lad. But uh... Yes, breaking news. We this got a system it. developing in the plains. It, the jet streams streams gonna roll this on just through. In. <laughs> uh, cooler temperatures coming through the Great Lakes Lakes region for the weekend, but temperatures will start to rise again Saturday oh, Jesus evening. Christ. Back to you. Okay, back to me. So this, so there, <laughs> so this, all this shit going on with with the, with him and his brother. It, believe me, it's a money grab. It's exactly what oh, it yeah. is. They want to get paid. Mayweather sees an opportunity. Pay that man his money. Yeah, it's really that's what it is. It's uh, it's uh, Teddy KGB. 
<laughs> he's uh you know he's like you know uh, but so does, does but no here's the thing so uh this guy right here uh sent oh. a uh he sent a message uh earlier today about uh about uh the giant. canelo said yeah you know what you and your brother can come over and i'll show you what a sparring lesson oh. is i said you know what I go. That would be. That would. I would pay money to see that because this is how funny it would be. You, hey, you know what? You guys can be like tag team partners. You guys can take each other in and out when you're tired. And Canelo can sit there and drink his Modellos and 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 uh, stand at the barbecue grill outside the the ring oh, and be dude. like, oh, hop in there and whoops. I ass. would love to see that spark, dude. He would whip his fucking ass. Well, it's funny. You get all. You're, you're starting to get a lot of these these uh, real fighters lining up and saying. Oh, you 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 think you're a boxer? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Yeah, you train you train six months, eight months, or whatever. You think yeah. you're a boxer? Yeah. You're gonna go against guys that have gotten hit harder harder than you can throw. So will will Floyd do his normal uh, run around the ring six seven rounds? Get the get get him tired and then round eight go in for the kill? Or does he come in here and just try to put him out? In the well, first I, round? I well. It, Let's just—I mean, let's call it what it is. In my lifetime, I mean, you know, of boxers, when it comes to that size, like we're not talking heavyweights; we're talking welter welter weights. You know, the 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 two that really come to my mind who are very good with um, footwork is like Sugar Ray Leonard, um, even Hearns. Hearns was mm-hmm. good. Um, in Floyd Mayweather, he's got. He's got some footwork. You well, know. I mean, yeah, it, it was his it, strategy, is, and it, it and it worked. Yeah, he 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 grinds them down and gets them tired. These guys are chasing him around the ring, uh, you know, ducking and dodging punches and stuff like that. But George says Floyd's a pussy. Well, mm-hmm. you said, and okay, George, I want you to respond on this or whatever because you just typed in and we're gonna put that up there. I want you to know, do you really honestly think Jake Paul is gonna beat Floyd Mayweather? And obviously, Floyd Mayweather is giving him thirty pounds. Yeah. Mayweather's got a fight at 160 and uh Jake Paul gets to fight at 190. Yeah, I uh Mayweather could fight at 150, 140 and he, I think he's still going to win. He's just, I don't know. I, just, I I think he, if this thing goes any more than 2 rounds in my opinion, it, it's a setup. It's it, it's it's WWE uh boxing edition for sure. Yeah. I it mean, so be. who What's going to be interesting to me is, obviously, you're going to put sixty, maybe sixty thousand, fifty thousand, in that place. You better have a nice undercard. Who's going to want to be on that undercard? Who's legitimate enough that's going to be on that undercard? You're going to get a bunch of, uh, um, maybe they can get the bar stool, the rough and rowdy, get to, get it down there, throw some midgets in there, and start fighting. <laughs> I, hey, but hey, you know what I did learn though? Don't. Um... Don't play their uh, clips on your uh, on your nope. podcast because um, you get shut down. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook will shut you down. Yeah, Facebook. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. So, so George piped back in. It, his only strategy was dodging fighters in his prime and their prime. Jake Paul is a novelty. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Well, it does matter because it. This shit is destroying boxing that you make a lot of money but it's dr- mm-hmm. destroying the integrity of yeah. boxing itself yeah and i and i think this again is, this is my opinion it's the opinion of nobody else it's all my opinion ultimately and i think this is going to hurt mayweather's you know reputation down the road like you know you think that guy gives two you, shits you, about his yeah reputation? you but you know in in the eyes of the you know the elitists like wh- why is he doing this like, to make money that's it it's just yeah. the, it's just the dog and pony show that's all it is for sure so enough beating that fucking dead horse. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, when the, when it gets closer to it. But uh, preview for our next show uh, this Sunday, we're actually going to be on a little bit earlier. A lot of it depends now on whether or not what time. Uh, you know, my son's got his baseball game in the morning, but we're shooting for nine a.m. Sunday. Um, special guest coming from uh, Australia. Yep. So in our intro, we do mention Adelaide, Australia, and the reason why we say that is we have a follower. Uh, a friend, his name's Nick Bauer, a diehard Lions fan, U of M guy. Um, he uh, he wants to be on the show, and uh, we're going to make it happen with him. So Yeah, he, him and I started following each other years ago on Twitter. Uh, he's 
born and raised in in Australia, and he took uh, a fashion to the 2004 Detroit Pistons team, which you know who wouldn't? That that team was amazing. They were dominant. So he he got his uh, taste of Detroit from them, and then from there it just he turned into a huge Lions fan. And uh, pre-COVID, he would he would spend you know a couple months here, Michigan, traveling the country, following the Lions. And actually, one year he was considered by the Detroit Lions a, a season ticket holder. I remember one time he was saying he got a kick out of it. Uh, they sent him uh, mail uh, the following season to Australia, asking if he was going to like renew his membership as a Lions season ticket holder. So, uh, real cool. He's. Uh, He's a real uh, energetic kind of a guy. He he loves sports. He loves Michigan sports. So it'll be cool. He'll be uh, joining in on his lunch break on Monday. So there's a 15-hour <laughs> difference. So we'll be uh, picking the crust out of our eyes, and he'll be uh, already uh, into his next week. So, But it'll be real cool to have him on. He's got a huge following in, in the Detroit area. So uh, – looking to get a lot of new followers just by having him on the show. So it's going to be pretty cool to have him on. No, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely for sure. Especially from a guy who's, he's really got to look hard to um, find, uh, you know, Detroit sports information and stuff like that. So yeah, it'll be cool to hear um, his perspective of, of American sports and what, what, what people his age. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think we are going to ask him, uh, uh, ask him if uh, he, he knows uh, Jason Belamonte. <laughs> yeah tom probably doesn't know who he is he's a but, bowler okay all right as long he's as a bowler who does he he doesn't uh he doesn't use his thumb right he, he's a two-handed bowler yeah. i'll he, check you out yeah you know my uh 154 average is uh knowledgeable wow that's really really lightning on fire you and george <laughs> probably go head to head probably hey, it's it's one of those uh uh um i don't really call it a sport but when you can get better when you drink uh you know, I hit 200 a couple times. I, I might shock the world. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, so with that being said, but hey, before we log off, though, we want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen and, uh, you know, interact back and forth. Kevin, Pat, George. Uh, hey, Jeff, how you doing? What's up, buddy? I'm glad to see you made it uh, towards the end, though. But hey, we'll take <laughs> it. We'll take it. And then uh, also uh, Andrew Latin was uh, up earlier, and I just noticed that. But yeah, we do have. Uh, Whose uh, donation to the speakeasy was a. Was an old school uh, Plymouth Whalers jersey. Plymouth Whalers jersey. So as we're he knows, thankful we're, for uh, that. As he knows, uh, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a huge Whalers fan, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, even though they're not around anymore, it's still good to uh, support the team. It'll be hanging up here in the speakeasy. Oh, for sure. So, with that being said, and everything like that, I hope you guys had the uh, good rest of the week, and uh, we'll see everyone Sunday. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you guys on Sunday. Peace, Peace. out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Speak Cast for the 